At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Good to have you on board here. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel in for Pauly today as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circus Sportsbook inside the resort and casino. UFC picks coming up with Luffy Nakaro in about five minutes. We don't have uh, live sporting events very often in this time frame, mm-hmm. this window that we're on live here on VSIN. But with the Olympics going on in Tokyo, we're going to get some. Uh, leftovers from last night. In fact, it's what, 10 o'clock right now, p.m. Tokyo time? Um, it's 2-2 women's quarterfinal match, uh, USA and the Netherlands. They are now in the 92nd minute. So we will uh, keep you on top of uh, this match as it continues over in Tokyo. The winner advances, obviously, to the semifinals. And they were the favorites to win the whole thing. Yep. Extra time, baby. Yeah, when we, they've had their opportunities. Offside goal, right? Called off. Um, um, we had, Or goal called off because of offside. Just put it that way. Um, and they were up 2-1. Allow a soft goal in. So that's going to be a problem. And then you had a free kick where you could probably put, have an opportunity to at least put a ball on net. But Mega Rapino just airmails it out of bounds. So they have missed their opportunities. And um, you can't do that in these sorts of situations. What's next for uh, Team USA men's basketball? I can't. Keep, I gave up on the schedule after I. The, the times were so confusing in their last game against Iran. I'm like, I'm not going to pay attention. I'm not going to worry about it. So for us on the West Coast, uh-huh. they will play at 5 a.m. tomorrow against the Czech Republic. They are okay. 23 and a half point favorite against the Czech Republic. So I, 5 a.m. here tomorrow morning. I want to say that's 9 p.m. in Tokyo. Okay, that's really good. Does that sound about right? I'm sure. Greenwich okay. Mean Time plus nine. Yes, that's, that's all we know about. Plus nine, minus 30. Which means I can tell you this successfully. 
For those on the East Coast, that's 8 a.m. You got that one right. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. You're Hawaii, 2 a.m. Yeah, because Hawaii, <laughs> sometimes half the year, they're three hours, <laughs> hours behind us. Other parts of the year, they're only two hours behind us. Wait, is that real? It is real. Oh, I thought it was always three hours. No, they're sometimes two hours behind us. Wow. Uh, and, I'm out. And uh, some spots never change. Like Arizona, I think, I believe. They, they never right. change their... Yeah. Done away with it. Anyway, uh, yesterday was so fantastic. At the same time, you had all this stuff breaking. And as a sports fan, and as, you know, betters, uh, the stuff that, you know, Woj, if it, still, you know, if it still was available to you, and I noticed a lot of legal sports books, by the way, they pulled down who is going to be the first overall pick, second overall pick, third overall pick as the day was developing. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. Because after Woj sent out that bomb of it's pretty much set in stone, the top three picks, they went bye-bye. And in fact, at one point, I noticed a couple of books took down who is going to be the fourth pick in the draft, assuming it was going to be Suggs. And I told you this earlier, there was one book that had Suggs minus $7 to go fourth overall. Oops. Yep. Not the case. As he slides all the way to number five. All the way to number five. But But, you know what I'm saying. Of course. Well, and so it's funny. You saw in one instance why bookmakers don't really enjoy booking the draft, but it actually worked out for them for a certain extent, right? Because I'm sure you had money coming in on Suggs. Right. You adjusted to that direction, but it's all informationally based. And so, like, in certain situations where you're sitting up there, if you don't see the report in time, you get a bet in, whatever, and then you're going to take a loss on that uh, for that just specific bet. You don't know how the actual market went on that prop. But regardless, at the same time, market uh, information can be wrong. And you can set yourself up as an operation where people are just going, Jalen sucks, Jalen sucks, Jalen sucks. Yep. And then you're like, I'll take all that. Thank you very much. Sure. I'll scoop that. By the way, um, right now, NBC Sports Network replay, checking a goal. Ooh, the VAR. We're I, back in it, huh? I turn my head for eight seconds and I miss a goal. So I think we How should. How does that happen? Let's just watch this in silence and let's just see what happens. Well, first of all, I don't know who scored. They got, can they show us the replay? That's a very good point. I Everybody's no standing around. Nobody looks happy. I'm, so I'm, I'm, right. I'm trying to read the body language here, and everybody looks pissed off or sad. The direction in which they were going, I want to say that it is, I don't know. I'm not going to guess. Don't even take a guess. I'm not going to guess. It's not worth it. But can we get a replay here, folks, please, to see what the goal is all about? All right. They're going to continue play. So goal is off. Interesting. We still have yet to know what happened. Hello with the coverage. <laughs> Anybody, please. It's like the Giannis dunk, right? Yo, did that drive me nuts, man? And I was on. Or was it the block or the dunk? It, no, it was, it, was, it, was it was the block. The block, right? Yep. So no goal. The team was offside. We're still the tied team. at two apiece here in the 96th minute. <laughs> the team. We don't know which team. It was just the team. I'm not going to speculate here. You've had plenty of downtime. Can we get one freaking replay, please? That's all I'm asking for. All right. It looks like it was a Netherlands goal that was called off. I'm going to assume by the formation yeah. and the way that we are facing here that it was a Netherlands. I think goal. you're probably right. Okay. Oh, but yesterday was great. Yesterday was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth between baseball, basketball, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Padres. Oh, this guy's going to go number three overall. Uh, could, could Westbrook be on the move in the NBA? It was absolutely bonkers. And welcome into the program today. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with JVT as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. And uh, we will start this hour off talking to uh, Lou Finicaro. He is an expert on the UFC. Very good at betting it as well. Good morning, Uncle Lou. How are you today? Doing great, Mitch. Jonathan, nice to speak with you gentlemen this morning. You got it. Let's begin with the uh, the main event on the UFC card coming up uh, tomorrow night. Hall takes on Strickland. Strickland, a nice size favorite in this match. Um, you know, Laying around $2 in that range, give or take. 
The round prop is three and a half under favored at uh, minus 115. Break this one down for us and tell, uh, tell us uh, who you like. I'm struggling with this main event, to be honest with you, Mitch, and I'll tell you why. Strickland is a bully, kind of a punk, and, and it's his shtick to try and irritate, agitate, and get under the skin of opponents. And this particular opponent, Uriah Hall, you've got a guy with a history of uh, struggles mentally, sometimes and especially with guys that can back him up and bully him. And it's something he's had to overcome and on many occasions he has, but you you sometimes wonder which Uriah Hall you're gonna get in the octagon. Now Hall is a legitimate 185 pound fighter and he's been in with the elite of the division. Strickland is a 170-er that moved up to 185 and has found success in his last two, three fights there and has great momentum. But I don't think his power transfers and Hall does have power. Strickland's gonna be forcing the fight. He could easily walk into one. I wanna lean to Hall a little bit in this fight, but really at this juncture in time, I think I'm looking at something more towards the total. Uh, Earlier in the week, I was thinking about the under three and a half, but as we get later in the week, the more I think this fight goes to decision. So whether it's over three and a half at a pick em kind of a price, or you try and take a prop that the fight goes to the to the decision, I think that's maybe where it goes. I want to wait till later this morning when they weigh in, look at each other, stare each other down to try and pick up everything I can between these two. Uh, Lou, what have you made of Uriah Hall's a uh, little bit of a win streak here? Because uh, it's, it looks impressive that he's won four straight. But we're talking about against the likes of Chris Weidman, Anderson Silva. You know, at one point, a very impressive resume. But at this point in their careers, not so much. So what have you made of these four straight fights? Because three of them have been finishes for Uriah Hall. I don't uh, really, because of the amount of time between those four fights, Jonathan, there's a lot of inactivity. That concerns me more than who the opponent was. You know, he he had a tough mental fight against Anderson Silva, but found a way to win. Weidman, he he blocked a kick and Weidman snapped his leg in 26 seconds. So we don't learn anything there. If anything, I feel Hall is firing fresh. He knows the kind of opponent he's going to have is going to be yapping at him the whole fight and he's at a great gym at Fortis in Texas and if he's not prepared for Strickland tonight this could be the end of Hall as any kind of real contender and I think we're going to see the best Uriah Hall possible and that's why I want to lean to the underdog here a little bit. So Lou right now I'm actually seeing will the fight go the distance here at Circa the yes is plus 135 no is minus 170. Will you tweet that out at Gamlu at some point? Then if you actually like it, it was, you know, based on what you see with your own eyeballs, thinking that it might go uh, to the distance? If there's any move that needs to be made based on weigh-ins today, absolutely I'll tweet that out. And really, uh, each Saturday morning, I do a synopsis of my final releases and uh, breakdowns. And that's available to VEASAN uh, subscribers because I submit that uh, to the powers that be each each Saturday morning. So you can look for the final set of releases based on weigh-in information and everything else tomorrow morning. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Lou Finicaro, our guest, excellent at uh, breaking down and betting the UFC. Are you involved at all in this Garcia match? Uh, he is now laying minus 310 as the favorite. The round prop here is 2.5 over his favorite at minus 130. 
Uh, that's the Rafa Garcia against Grutzemacher fight. Uh, it, Garcia should be a legitimate favorite in that fight. Grutzemacher is uh, barely a journeyman hanging on. He, he's fought or, or trained here in Phoenix. Uh, he's durable, but I think RC is the way to go. And if you want to approach that particular fight, uh, currently at Circa, Garcia is plus 130 inside the distance. That would be how I would attack that fight if I approach it. That may not be on my radar. Okay. So, Lou, as a, you know, I was looking around the card and seeing some of these fights and some of the moves. I'm curious, one of the moves that has at least stuck out, I'm curious your thoughts on, on maybe why, uh, Nico Montano, Montano and Yanan Wu, uh, we saw $1.80 at DraftKings on the open on Nico, now we're up to minus 255. Do you have an idea of why that would move in that direction so strong? Uh, Yanan Wu has had five fights since 2017, and she's really faced dubious UFC competition. That said, Nico Montana has been relatively inactive herself. Uh, I tend to. I think there's a couple line moves on the card that I would address before this one, uh, but I do give Nico Montana the the edge in this fight just by experience and fight capability. Well, then that's the natural leading uh, lead in. Then what what are some of the the fights and the line moves that you would uh, that you would look at personally? Yes, thank you. And, and we're going to start low on the card. I never know where these cards are going to take me. In this particular case, we're going to go down to the basement, and we're going to start <laughs> with the first case, uh, Roe against uh, uh, Ryan Koshi. Uh, excellent competitive fight. Roe, a long, tall, uh, reach, uh, drink of water kind of a guy. Hasn't been in there with very uh, tough competition. Koshi's just got one UFC uh, fight under his belt, but a little sturdier uh, wrestling base. This is going to be a great fight. Koshi opens 205 and he drops down to minus 145. I think that's a fallacy to think that Roe really should be that competitive with Koshi. So Koshi minus 145 represents some value. I'll be looking there as well. Fight goes to the decision plus 145. I don't want to discount Mr. Roe completely. I think he's going to be there to fight and this is going to be a competitive fight between two young guys trying to make a move up the ranks, but I think this goes to decision plus 145. That's a great angle. The next fight in line, Ronnie Lawrence against Trevin Jones. Excellent stylistic matchup. Jones fluid, fast, all hands, quick, skilled. Lawrence a little bit more of a plotter, a little bit more deliberate and forward moving. He's got the wrestling base. Lawrence opens 200. He's down to minus 145 right now. I really think Lawrence is in an excellent spot here. Even though he's giving a, a little experience away, I think Ronnie Lawrence is going to make a name for himself this weekend. And the only reason they're betting Jones, I think, is be based on Jones's last fight. And most people don't know much about Ronnie Lawrence. Oh, I like it. Yeah, this is interesting, Lou, because again, your like the percentages of dogs that you bet compared to favorites is mm -hmm. overwhelmingly like on the side of the dogs. I throw a number out there: what, eighty-five percent dogs, ninety percent dogs, maybe even more than that. And now you're making the case here for two small favorites on on today's show. I find that uh, very intriguing. Well, what what I try and do, Mitch, is scour for value in underdogs. Right. However, in the process of scouring for value, if that opportunity ends up showing up in the form of a favorite that's now within a range lower than minus 150, I'm all about that. And really, value is value no matter where you uncover it. Yeah, we talked about that with uh, Paul Stone, Matt Humans earlier this week, as I know Paul brought this up in his podcast 
and he explained to people, like, his eyes always gravitate in college football to the dog first. But he said you can't be strictly a dog player because that way you're eliminating, like, 50% of the right. betting board. You can't do that. You can't have that approach. I don't think you can. That said, the vast majority of my bets tend to be with a plus number in front of them. But I will say this. Any people that listen to Paul Stone long enough are going to get smarter. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, no question. Anything else that uh, caught your eye in terms of a, a number that's available right now? Uh, yeah, we, we have a fight here, uh, Yang, uh, Yaya against Kang, and it's now moved up to the co-main event. Yeah. Uh, Kang is a fighter uh, that's got all the physique. He's going to be three inches taller, three years younger. He's got the reach advantage and everything. Uh He's he's really going to need to keep this fight standing. Yaya is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist. So he's going to need to use King's aggression against him, suck him into the cobweb, and try and get him to roll. And the good thing about this particular fight is King does have some Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, in himself. And so he's not afraid to roll with Yaya. If he does... I believe it's a mistake. And so Yaya via sub, if if Yaya wins this fight, it's going to be via sub. And Yaya via sub right now, plus 250. Does the fight go the distance? Uh, that's plus 100 right now. So I'm looking at that fight as being very competitive. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think for me to obtain the best value, Yaya, via sub plus 250, I could see myself putting a little lunch money that way. Okay, very good. Hey, Lou, uh, since we got you here, I'm, I'm really curious to pick your brain. Um, what did you think of the result between Dillashaw and Sanhagen last weekend? Mm -hmm. Um, well, I, I honestly thought that Sandhagen did enough to win that fight. Um, I, I thought TJ looked great. Um, but TJ always looks great because he's always had a little bit of an edge. And I'm sorry to bring that up, but that's the way I handicapped TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. yeah. No, it stinks, but that's yep. kind of the guy that he's, uh, you know, turned himself into and has been like that for a long, long time. So I think, I think the vast majority of people would agree with you saying that Sandhagen probably won that fight, but uh, you had two terrific calls on that fight, too, and it was, uh, what, over three and a half, I believe, at plus money, a nice plus price. And also, you pegged that one to go to the, uh, to the distance as well. 135-pound skilled fighters. Uh, I mean, unless you really got some kind of an instance, I was stunned at that total number, three and a half. But I don't like to say that on the air. It makes it sound, you know, too persuasive one way or another. I prefer to be understated as much as I can, but that total was so wrong. And I just don't see anything glaringly sticking out that bad in this card this week, unfortunately. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Gamlu and has terrific. UFC write-ups and point spread weekly all the time. Get that at vcin.com slash subscribe. Good to see you. I'm glad that you're doing well after the uh, the hip replacement surgery. Had a knee replacement knee. and had a couple issues with it, but I'm back on the saddle and uh, we're ready to throw some elbows this weekend. Very good. Right. Thanks, Lou. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great day and uh, good luck, everyone. Yeah, you too. I, I got to clean that up. I said go to the distance twice. It's go, go, the, to dis the, go to the distance. Go, the, go <laughs> the distance. It's like <laughs> Twitter.com slash blah, 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 blah yeah. is where you can go. Yeah. Go the distance. My apologies. Get your uh, MMA jargon up. The I MMA just, community will come I don't know why, you. though. I don't know why two, 
like came out of my mouth. Mm. I don't know why I spit that word out. I don't know why you call me Jonathan sometimes. I, sometimes I just, you know, whatever. Yep. I'm, I'm aging, you know. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, lack of sleep sometimes might have something to do with it. That might be. I will say, by the time, when I fill in on the weeks, uh, by the time I get to about Friday, mm-hmm. oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's a yeah. steady decline of the energy in the morning. Yeah. I couldn't help. T- yesterday, I just, I fell asleep on the couch for 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever it was. In yeah. the middle of all that. I've got multiple TVs on. I'm on the laptop, the phone, whatever. All, all of a sudden, I just snapped out. Oh, my God, what did I miss? What time is it? What I happened? Took, I took a 30, 45-minute nap before I had to do a 9 o'clock hit on, <laughs> on the nightcap. Yes. I was like, I can fit in a couple of Zs here before. Uh, by the way, really quick, you're going to your second extra time period here in this quarterfinal matchup between the uh, U.S. women and the Netherlands. Uh, still 2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. So we have not seen anything in terms of development. We're underway here for the second extra time period. I will say, it does, I mean, watching... The Olympics and all of these different sports with no fans. I mean, it just—it's not the same thing. Oh, it's got to be such. A, I've always thought, even in the bubble, all these things—it's got to be such a weird environment. And like even here, right in this kind of a situation, like in the bubble, at least the gym settings are somewhat intimate, so you can play music and you can get yeah. some sort of like a cavernous field with this massive soccer pitch. Right. Like, I, like, how does the energy even keep going? Did you watch any of the surfing at all? No. It's pretty good. Is it? And they were fortunate because they were getting like uh, some just humongous waves. It's not just people just like sitting there waiting for the wave to come in like it is at every well, beach. Yeah. I, I don't know like how the timing goes for the broadcast right. like that. Like, That's a good point. Do the guys have to go out there and the women have to go out there and do they just sit there for 12 hours waiting for the right. waves we, to come in? That's, Let's go right now. Come on. We got a wave coming we in. We just see. They just cut it down. Right. So we just, yes. see, we just see them catching massive waves. Right. Tubage. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> totally too. Um, totally tubular. Uh, Kochi minus one fifty five on game, uh, lose card. Yep. The decision plus one forty five. Lawrence minus one forty five, and Yaya via sub plus two fifty is best bets that he just went over. In case you're tuning in right now, I like it. And you're right. You know, for a guy who usually hunts for dogs, you know, making strong cases for fighters that are laying some shorter prices. Yep. What do you do, like in the Nash, in the uh, I was going to say National Football League? How about the NFL? Mm. I don't have to expand every single word here. Right. Uh, when you, because you did really, really well last year betting the NFL, and you had a great run in point spread weekly. D- does your eye gravitate towards dogs in that sport first and foremost, or no? You're completely open minded. No, I'm open minded yeah. to pretty much anything. You know, I like you know I've, one of the strategies that I used uh, last year that worked out really well was so using uh, Westgate releases. You know, your look ahead lines right the, right. the, the week prior. Uh, one of the starting points that I would use is looking at those, the results of the games and those teams that are involved in some of those and seeing why a market would adjust, right? Like sometimes market adjusts on just results, right? I'm a big power ratings type guy. Sure. So using market power ratings and seeing why some adjustments were there, matchups as well, uh, but just trying to hunt where the market is kind of overreacting to certain results or certain things when they really shouldn't be and there shouldn't be that much of a move. Uh-huh. There was one strategy they used quite a bit last year for the first time and it seemed to work out really well. And a nice season. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So our points per weekly leader. I won our little contest. That's right. Yeah. Did you run away with it, by the way? I don't think so. I, I think, think you, like, humans was up there. Brady Cannon was up there. It took the last couple of weeks. Yeah. How many contests are you going to get in this year? For sure, one. I mean, I know you and I were talking, yeah. maybe two, but uh, I think, yeah, I, absolutely, I'm going to be involved this year. This is only the second time I've been involved in a contest. So. Have you done the last man standing contest? I have. I've done those. I, I had a good run in college a couple years ago, but ultimately got snuffed out and uh, pretty deep into the season. But isn't I that think, a isn't that a great contest? I love the last. Those are really fun. So if you're just tuning into the show for the first time, we will have more details on the last man standing. It's a it's a contest that flies under the radar yep. compared to Cheap. like circa million. Super cheap, but it's a contest I tell people every single year. You got to get into it. It's a it's a blast to do. Uh, we will get into how books adjusted Major League Baseball numbers yesterday. Coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRiver Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only a one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Got to be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. USA women involved in a lengthy soccer match right now with the Netherlands. Tied it to a piece in double extra time, and uh, USA scored in the 109th minute, but it was quickly reversed via VAR, and uh, they said USA was offsides. I look questionable at best, and I do not have any action on this match, but it's depend. You know, the angle was coming from like the right side too, so it looked like maybe her foot was offsides. I it didn't, it didn't look like much. I'll tell you that. It was pressed with the goal and got it. Looked like it was going to be in, but uh, sure enough, called it off sides and VAR ruled it. So you better get oh, it out you of there. Get this. There's a great chance, and there's a goal. And I don't know what that's, the, now. That's going that to count. has to count. That by the way, the Netherlands falling. It's Alex, not going to count. Alex Morgan, there? they're going to say what now? Same thing. This is incredible. What is happening? <laughs> Alex Morgan shaking her head like you got to be bleeping kidding me. Uh, she's offside though, but like the argument, yes, yeah, she's offside. 
Okay. I'll tell you what. The, That's three goals that have been called off for offside for the U.S. women's national team. And the Netherlands had one as well, right? Uh, yeah. No, I, thought, a good point. I thought they yep. had one yeah, called yeah, off you're as right, well yep. because of this. And, now, that uh, one I won't complain about. She was offside. Um, what's what's the live line on this? Because the the back line of defense here for the Netherlands looking very shaky at best right now. Yeah. I got I got to see what this is. Americans right? have gotten quite a few opportunities. Yes, you would they think. Have. But I mean, but here's the thing: you've gotten it's still a lot of time. But you've only got about I'd say what eight minutes if we include stoppage time. Yep. Uh, before you get out of this and you get to the penalty, so. Okay, we'll give you an example here of what books did yesterday. Major League Baseball. It was a uh, total chaos, and I loved it. Tremendous. Here at Circa, when the news first came down that Max Scherzer was going to be joining the San Diego Padres, okay. They moved the pods from 975, plus 975, to 6-1 to one to win the World Series. And then, you know, what, within the next hour? Mm-hmm. When Jeff Passan tweeted out, breaking news, hold your horses, the Dodgers are getting involved, and they're making a run at Scherzer and Trey Turner. Well, Circa here moved the Padres back up to plus 975, and they went to plus 460 on the Padres for the National League. They moved the Dodgers... From plus 225 down to plus 175 for the NL. Good point that you brought up, Chris Bennett, as well earlier today. They might have to win a wild card game. Yep. And you're getting plus 175 on this team right now. And uh, they went from plus 475 to plus 355 to win the World Series. Only minus 205 on the no to win the National League. Only plus what? Minus 205 for the minus Dodgers. Minus 205. No on the NL pennant. So to not win okay. the NL pennant, minus 205. There you go. Um, Bob Nightingale tweeted this out last night. Is it official yet, by the way? I haven't seen that it's officially come uh, down. I'll, I'll double-check. Uh, I'll, I'll check my sources and give that to you. Okay. Uh, once it becomes official, if it does, I'm assuming that it will. Yeah, see, headline still is Dodgers making a push to add not just Max Scherzer, but also Trey Turner. Okay. The Dodgers 40-man roster will include four MVP winners with eight Cy Young Award trophies among four pitchers. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Dude. Money solves a lot of problems, man. Pretty good. Just throw it at him. I know. And and this is a tweet from uh, Eric Sondheimer. Los Angeles could be soon home to LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Justin Herbert. <laughs> Who can top that? Well, clearly nobody, right? I was going to say. What about New York? No, they, they're going to fall. Of course they are. Uh, very short of what L.A. is going to be offering for individual talent, or names, I should say, yeah. at this point. And with the Lakers, too, yesterday, you know, uh, what were your conversations like with uh, Jeff Sherman yesterday, who does the NBA stuff at the Westgate? Well, and he was talking about this, too, and he's absolutely right. Like, he put it this way, like, they, being like the public, they're going to be, like, double-fisting Lakers tickets, right? He even said, this is from him, quote, we're going to write so much Lakers money over the next year. Like, that, that's going to be the case. Everybody's going to bet the Lakers. This is a splash and move. It's a name that is recognizable. The Lakers are already a public team. I'll say this. I don't think they should be the favorite to win the NBA title with the way that they're currently constructed. No, and they're not. The Nets are still favored over that team. One, one global book has the Lakers as the favorite. They moved it that far, huh? No. no. Nets are better. Come on. Uh, that, that potential starting five right now by adding Russ, get out of here. We are in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> the Nets are power rated higher than the Lakers. But liability does are. crazy things with futures markets. Uh, in pocket plays, recap how the draft went, what we're looking at today coming up next year on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. In Pocket Plays here, uh, recapping what we had in the NBA draft last night. Uh, on the show, Josh uh, Josh Giddy under 11.5. I did not see him going sixth, yep. but he did under 11.5 caches, so I don't care if he goes second, third, eighth, tenth, whatever. It's a winner at minus 150. Ayu Desanmu uh, from Illinois, over 26.5, minus 135. That was a winner. He went 38th overall. JT Thor, over 31.5, is a winner at minus 105. Uh, Namias Keda, over 47.5. Loser. Thank you, Sacramento Kings. Good luck with your draft. It's going to be a disaster again this year, my prediction. Uh, that was minus 140. And uh, for those of you watching, Matthew Hurt oh. says an L. That's actually a W. Matthew Hurt went undrafted. Right. So he went over 53.5. 4-1 with the plays on the show. Uh, the loser was minus 140. So a nice night. I'll give you some uh, of the other bets that I made that were not on the show. I had a loser on book night under 8.5. That stung. Um, I had a loser on Moses Moody under 11.5. I had a winner on Isaiah Jackson over 18.5. Jalen Johnson over 14.5. Other win- uh, winners that I had. Let's see here. Uh, Sharif Cooper over 21.5 minus 120. That got there. He went 48th in the draft. I followed you, tailed you. Uh, Garuba over 16.5 was a winner. Uh, Keon Johnson over 13 was a winner. Chris Duarte, under 15.5, minus 120, was a winner. And I did have Jalen Suggs to go over 4.5 at uh, plus 375, but I gave a lot of that back yesterday because uh, just the reports that I got on, on draft day it looked yep. like he was going to go number 4. So that sucked. If I had not done that, it was still a good night overall with all the bets coming in. Had I not done that, it would have been a terrific night. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I echo the sentiment. Sacramento Kings, dead to me. Um, Get, get, got burned by them both, Davion Mitchell and Demias. Not Keita. once, twice. Right, both by the Sacramento Kings. Uh, over ten and a half on Don, uh, Davion Mitchell. He goes ninth, and Demias Cada over forty-seven and a half. Uh, what thirty-third, something in that range uh, for Cada. So yeah, uh, both losses there. But then uh, Garuba, the uh, the bitter, the bigger play for me on the night. Over the fifteen and a half minus one fifty gets there. No sweat, Jalen Johnson as well. Over fourteen and a half. The minus 130 also gets there, too, pretty comfortably as well as he goes 20th. So, and Garuba going 23rd. Uh, so, relatively, uh, just essentially a break-even night for me uh, for the most part. But when you look at Damian Harris leading rusher, that is the one I have added today. Mitch Moss, 101. You can find him at William Hill. Let's what, go. What did we find out yesterday from uh, Patriots camp? Uh, that Bill Belichick thinks that he can take hold of this gig. Times are changing for Bill Belichick, man. He might commit to a guy in that backfield. I think it might be Damian Harris. Jonathan, I wish you well. Thank you. I wish you luck. One of the best run-blocking offense lines in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. So if we could go back to before the draft started, bets that you were confident enough in to say that you wish you had more money on. Jalen Johnson, certainly. A Garuba 100. Garuba was the one that, that was the first bet, the first, one of the first bets that I made. It was the bigger play that I made. And I wish put more on it because... I was really confident he wasn't going to go in the lottery or 15th. I think a lot of the reason why you saw him with such a low number was because of, hey, recognizable kid playing for Spain. We saw him in the friendly against the Americans, right? right. All of those sort of things. When in reality, a little limited offensively, can run the floor a little bit and handle his really good defender, but that's a guy you add at the back end that's going to be a decent role player, not so much spend a lottery pick on. Yeah, full transparency. So if I could go back, again, like a good, what, uh, 14, 15 hours, yeah. I'd say... 
I need to I need to bet like as much as I can get on Jalen Johnson over 14 and a half. The same thing with Isaiah Jackson to win that. I think Sharif Cooper, I like that one a lot. That number changed so much, so I wish I had more on that one. Um, there are a couple of others sprinkled in there as well. But I would tell you that I wish, going back before the draft started, that I had more money on book night. Yeah. And that would have been a loser. That one I did not see. Of all the picks last night that came in, like the we talked about it yesterday, and I think the day before, not going to be stunned if Scotty Barnes goes fourth overall. Okay, um, Not going to be stunned if you know certain guys go to other spots. But it looked like book night, number six or number seven, the writing was on the wall. Like, that was mm. going to happen. Or, or Giddy, right? Like, you mentioned it. Like, right. Like, yeah, I, I think he's going to be gone. Like, we said it multiple times. He's going to be gone by 10. Yeah. Six? <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, but I, you sure. know what? I also, I was confident in uh, Moody. Yeah. To go under 11 and a half, I believe, is a number. Yep. And what, nope. And see, now was the thing. What did we talk about was Moody was one of those guys that seemed to be rising in terms of draft props, in terms of mock drafts. Yep. But never in any of the mock drafts was there intel, I am hearing Moody is here. It was just one of those, he's a good fit for all of these clubs. And then sure enough, goes over. Okay, so you've heard our picks. Well, we re- recapped anyway. And by the way, I'm staying away from baseball today. It should be, like, common knowledge, but I will explain... Like, at this stage of the game, I'm not getting involved in telling you to go bet this, go bet that in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's trade deadline day. I, these, the lineups, I have no idea what teams are going to Did you see what the White Sox did yesterday? Mm. They, they trotted out there. Like, oh, yeah. they said everybody for the most part. Like, I don't know what teams are going to do, how they're going to approach this. Like, I could make a case for Barrios today with the Twins. If you do that, you need to lock him in, obviously, and name him, list him as the pitcher. Because there's a good chance, like, Barrios is going to go to maybe, like, San Diego today or somewhere he's going to get right. dealt. And so then I'm you're just, laying a dollar thirty with uh, the twins that are, that are not starting Jose right. Barrios. So I'm just gonna, you know, at this stage of the game again, at you know six thirty nine here local time, I'm not gonna waste any money betting Major League Baseball. But now here are some top horsing race, uh, horsing, horsing plays. Really, Mitch, some horse racing plays from Express Bet analyst Jeff Siegel. By the way, Jeremy Plonk hit a horse yesterday at eight to one. Nice. So Siegel is going to go with uh, Del Mar, race number one. He likes number one, beautiful temple at 7 to 2 on the morning line. And in race five at Del Mar, Jeff also likes number 10, Lena's Big Day at 7 to 2. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse racing bet of VSIN. To Mark Saratoga's summer meet, First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant 10 bucks free upon sign up and then 10 bucks for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is VEGAS1000. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature. Daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. And one more time today, Siegel is going to go with Delmar Races, number one. Beautiful Temple, number one at 7 to 2. And in race number five, Del Mar, he likes number 10, Lena's Big Day, at 7-2. So we nice. are in uh, penalty kicks right now? Yeah, uh, Alyssa Nahor, goaltender, uh, goalkeeper uh, for the Americans, turns away the first shot, and uh, Americans find the back of the net. So a 1-0 advantage in the PKs early here wow. in the USA. So the keeper then for the U.S. has been nails today because she stopped that, that penalty kick in the, what, 80th minute? Yep, after that, after that goal in which she gave up that probably should not have been uh, allowed in. It was a pretty soft goal. She has been, like you said, she's been on it. All right. Vindication. This game's going to be over with by the time we get to David Thorpe. He's going to join us coming up next. Thorpe, awesome on these international players. 
Uh, guys coming out, obviously, of college basketball. Which picks did he like the most last night? And there was a player that he was super high, and I know this, he thought should have gone number one overall, not named Cade Cunningham. David Thorpe coming up next. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Are you VIP material? DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash vsin to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up with the promo code vsin to claim your offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, 1-800-GAMBLER or Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Got to be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And there you go. That's the match. USA, Megan Rapinoe, just put one in the back of the net, and they won on penalty kicks, four to two over the Netherlands, and uh, they all advanced to the semifinals. Crazy match! Wow. What, like three or four goals, I believe, that were called back because of VAR, and uh, the keeper there in uh, the PKs was awesome. Stop two, but the the fourth person for the Netherlands, the the kicker, um, 
She put it right at her. Yep. What, what kind of an attempt was that? Yep. Anyway, uh, we move on. David Thorpe joins the program now. Excellent on uh, the NBA, following international players, watching guys come out of college as well with TrueHoop.com. Coach, uh, good morning. Thanks for the time. We certainly appreciate it. I know that you were super high on Evan Mobley coming out uh, before last night. How high were you on him? Yeah, I thought I thought he's the the, the has the chance to have the most impact in wins. Like like Jalen Green's a more exciting player, and Cunningham seemed like he's a more complete player. Certainly right now he is a more complete player. But Mobley, the way the game is played now, guys, where you're, you're looking to try to get threes or trying to get dunks, which means you're trying to prevent threes and dunks. Well, to do that, you need great defensive players, and it helps to be really tall, really long, very agile, mobile, nimble. Uh, Mobley's all those things. So uh, he was my favorite player. And then Scotty Barnes, my second favorite player, kind of for the same reason. These guys are high-level defensive players. And I think the Bucks proved, certainly in the finals, that defense wins. They, they're, they really shut down Phoenix's offense as the series went on. And once they solved the issue when Phoenix went 20-40 in game two, they really shut down Phoenix from three after that, forced nothing but kind of mid-range jumpers and beat them on the offensive glass and turned the ball over less, and they were champions. So I'm curious, you know, you mentioned Scotty Barnes, and I really like him as a player too, Coach, but I'm curious about the fit with Toronto. Like on the surface when I watch him, like from an offensive standpoint, right? I think they were really good defensively. But what does that offense look like with Scotty Barnes out there? Because am I wrong in looking at it thinking like, well, there's not really a lot of north-south guys, dribble penetration, finishing within four feet of the basket. Like I'm really curious how the offense looks with them. I think it's a very good point. I think Siakam finished the season well enough last year to get them thinking he's back because he was bad. Uh, and I think he had gained some weight and, and uh, had COVID. I mean, it was a rough year for all those guys right down the road for me in Tampa. Uh, so I don't think Scotty's going to solve a lot of offensive problems in year one, although he is a he can play point. So he can be the quarterback on offense and guard all five positions on defense. I think I think Toronto was, saw what Milwaukee did where they played Drew Holiday, and then a bunch of guys, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, for large stretches of the finals in the postseason. And they've got their Fred Van Bleet, who is also an amazing defender and shot maker and shooter. And they've got a chance to play Ananobi, uh, Siakam, Barnes. They drafted another guy that's got some size, or maybe one of the other guys they have now. And just be really tall and long in at least four positions. And then Barnes also gives them an opportunity down the road to play five guys 6'9 or taller. We've always talked about this, right? Well, they can do it. They mm -hmm. can have Barnes as a one who can guard one, that's very important, and go big everywhere else. And just now you can really switch everything and not lose anything on the glass. And then you can play bully ball. Barnes can play bully ball too if you stay small against them. So whereas the Kings went really small with the drafting Davion Mitchell with two other guards that are their feature players, the Raptors went tall. I would think this this type of a lineup too, too for Toronto, they're probably going to be like the best transition offense in the NBA, right? Like they look like they can get up and down the floor. And and have been, right? Yep. This is what this is one of their strengths, like Milwaukee as well. Yeah, Scotty, I'm a little it's not bias is the wrong word. My son's on his team. I worked out my son this morning and we were talking about Scotty because that's his one of his favorite guys. And he's uh he's just one of those really charismatic players. That totally gets it. Here's a great story. Florida State has had six man of the year winners three years in a row in the ACC. All three went first round. Two of them went number four back-to-back -back years. Wow. There, it's, there's a culture there that goes on 
that I think the NBA recognizes. And so Scotty won't care if he's not a star. He'll fit in. He's happy to lead the break. He doesn't care if he finishes the break. The, the other teams I thought drafted well yesterday, but I really, I mean, I think Toronto is better than people realize. They had a, a kind of a screw-up season. They're going to be better than people think, I think, going forward, uh, not just this year, but in the future, too. It's great observation on FSU and players coming out. Uh, what do you think of the Warriors draft, what they did at 7-14? and 14? I did a mock draft for Chad Ford, who, the king of mock drafts, and I had them taking Kaminga at 7. So, yeah, I like what they did. Um, they, I think it's a mistake for any team to draft a player in the first round, especially based on need or based on wanting to win because of these players as rookies. Rookies tend to stink. The Hornets were still better when LaMelo Ball was off the court than on the court. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. It's hard. It's a hard league. It's the best league in the world. That's why they make so much money. So I think Golden State has got to take the approach of, we're going to have eight or nine guys that we need to play well in rotation to win a lot this year. Weissman, as of now, anyway, is on that list. We don't know that he'll play a lot or be called upon to do a lot as a second-year player with still very little experience. The other guys and Weissman are their future if they keep them, which they may not. But I think that's smart. In fact, that's why I suggested drafting Kaminga is build for the future with those guys while you're trying to win with your present you know, top eight or nine. I think, I think there's a chance for them to do that. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, David Thorpe, the coach. He's on Twitter at Coach Thorpe. Also does a great job at TrueHoop.com. For those uh, who have been with VSIN watching this show, listening to it for you know a handful of years now, three, four years, uh, and have been following you, they know, they know how high you were on Luka Doncic before he came out. You follow all of these guys internationally. You told us how great Luka was going to be. You nailed it. You were spot on with that. What can you tell us about a guy like Josh Giddy, who went sixth overall last night from Australia? Well, I thought that was too high based on what I've seen. Uh, I, I didn't watch his game. I think he really outplayed the, some of the Nigerian or maybe it was the Spanish players in Vegas recently. And I'm sure that colored their opinion to some, to some degree because he's 18 years old playing against more veteran professionals who had, in the case of Nigeria, had already beaten Team USA in exhibition. Uh, He's a great passer, brilliant IQ guy, very slow. Um, I don't understand exactly what uh, the Thunder are doing. They already have a couple slow guys as it is. We don't know if they're going to keep Shea Gildas-Alexander, who's not slow. Uh, But I understand the the upside for him because uh, if he can learn to shoot like Joe Ingles, which is unfair to expect, Ingles is one of the best shooters in the world right now, off the dribble or the catch. Uh, Giddy is not a good shooter at all, but he does everything else similar to Ingles and is more of a primary ball handler than Ingles was by far at this age. So he's intriguing. I just thought it was a little bit of a reach. And then uh, uh, Shengun from uh, Turkey is, uh, I don't love him for Houston because Houston seems to be drafting really athletic guys. This guy's might. He and Giddy are the two least athletic players, I think, in the first round. Mm. But he's a very high level player. Uh, the Turkish League was down this year. But still, he's 18 years old, and he's MVP of a league with guys that you'd recognize very, very easily. There's some very good players in Turkey. He was the MVP of the league. It's amazing. He's only 18. He's super skilled. I do not think he's Nikola Jokic, which they were kind of talking about. Mike Schmitz, who's a smart guy, a friend of mine, he, he, I don't think he's that. But he's a skilled player, 
And uh, and so maybe they're thinking when we're racing, we've got Green and Kevin Porter Jr. When we're slowing things down, we can feature Schengen more down the road. So maybe that'll work. That contrast could be okay. But by no means should we think he's a bad player. He's he's a very, very skilled offensive player that as of now can't play in fourth quarters uh, because he won't be able to guard anyone. But he can develop in time, and maybe they'll surround him with more athletic guys. And they drafted the, another kid that's a higher-level defensive player that maybe can help. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a work in progress for them anyway. They're still very young. So really quickly, our last two and a half minutes here with you, uh, good players but weird fits. Davion Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, is this going to be this starting trio here for the Sacramento Kings? Listen, I'll tell you right now, when that – I love uh, Mitchell, love him, really, really think he's going to be a good player. When they drafted him, my first thought was, well, that's the where the trade with Ben Simmons should be. It should be Ben Simmons to the Kings uh, because they were the, they were the worst defensive team. They, they go up by 10 slots minimum, just adding Ben Simmons to the team and give Philly healed who they're trying to trade anyway to get off his money. Uh, if he's a great shooter and Fox. So you hate to trade Fox, but if you're going to go with Mitchell and Halliburton and Fox, you, you are limiting yourself. So you might as well try to get Ben Simmons, who's only two years older than Fox. Uh, this is just my head playing it out. I don't I have no idea what they're thinking, but I will tell you it's weird to have three of your last four top picks play basically the same position. And I, while I think you need a six man, like I get it, uh, they've got, there's other very good players that could have taken that, uh, that would have filled big holes also. They must have just thought Mitchell was like a top four, top five kind of guy. And so you got to grab the talent and figure out afterwards, which is why I'm saying maybe, maybe you move off from Fox and get Simmons and try to be good right away. It's been so long since they've made the playoffs, and it's going to be longer if they don't make a deal. Yeah, uh, Coach, with all of the action yesterday, including the Westbrook trade, what can we expect at uh, TrueHoop.com with the podcast? Anything that you're going to be talking about or writing about? Thank you for asking. We're going to break down the draft for an hour today, live at 11, and then we'll post it later, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern. And then I'm going to focus, guys, on Team USA. Uh, I didn't panic after they lost their first game. I've always thought, and I've written, I've written about this, Rudy Gobert versus Team USA since he was a rookie in 2013 and then again in 2015. Uh, it's a bad matchup for Team USA because we're small, but I still think Team USA can win gold, so I'm going to focus on them uh, this coming week. Very good. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. Take care. Thanks. Be there safe. you go. Yep. The coach, David Thorpe, with us to close up shop here today. Awesome. Fun show. Good week. My God. How much stuff was going on? All right. Usually back in a July, it's like, okay, we can't wait for football. Oh, bye. Yeah. Good luck this week. We'll see you. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.